On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we give you our take on the Game Awards. Let's get right into it. Podcast. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrotz. And I'm Travis Colnett. And this is a little bit different than a normal episode of Cutscenes because we are going to talk about the Oscars of video games, the Game Awards. Yeah. Before we do that, I want to get into a quick announcement about season two of Cutscenes. Y'all, we're coming back. Uh, February 4th is the first episode of season two that will launch. So keep your feeds tuned and ready uh, for more episodes of cutscenes. February 4th, mark it in your calendars. We're coming back. Yeah, we are. Um, y'all, we just watched the Game Awards together on a Discord call because, you know, COVID. Normally we'd be in the same room mm-hmm. having a few beers, having a few wines, uh, enjoying the Keeleys. Um, what were your general impressions of this year's Game Awards? Should I start or should you start? <laughs> why, don't, why don't you give it to us? Just okay. go for it. So um, it was, I, I hate to say it, I want to be positive so bad. I think it was lackluster. Like looking back to last year, there were multiple things that either one of the three of us were super hyped about that we were like, oh mm-hmm. my God, one of us was excited most of the time. And there weren't that many lulls where I feel like we were all like, meh. And I, the majority of this one, we were meh. And that's mainly speaking of like the game announcements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I've, I, I felt like this year compared to a lot, like last year had tons of announcements that I was like super in love with. And I think that this year like had a few moments that I really enjoyed, but maybe last year had more highs. I, I and I can't imagine, you know, being in Keeley's shoes, like what it would have been like to produce a show like that, like given the COVID times we live in. But um, yeah, I think just compared to last, like previous years, maybe there weren't as many like huge tentpole announcements. I mean, we just had console releases, so I get it. Um, but uh, I guess maybe, uh, I don't want to call it an off here, but like maybe... Uh, a year with less offerings, if you will. I, it's weird because I think like, yeah, last game year, last year's game awards, we had, what was it? The Xbox got its name or something like that. Right. And there was a whole lot of hype about like the next gen. And now it's surprising to me that literally like PS5 and the new Xbox just released. You'd think there'd be something that we could talk about going forward with these new consoles that like, I don't know. Nothing really stuck out to me, honestly. I mean, even even the new game from the initiative, um, which is a like previously announced first party Microsoft game. I don't remember the title. Like I, I remember like <laughs> I remember like huge buildings. And look, it's like two years out at this point, so I'm sure we'll hear tons more about it. But even the big stuff that I think in in, in past years would have like really made an impact just didn't. And I have I have stuff that I'm super excited about, like. Uh, I think there's three games in particular like I want to talk about and dive into, but there weren't like a constant onslaught of like 
new titles. There was some like, hey, Fall Guys Season 3 is coming. Hey, it takes two the new game from like Hazelight, Joseph Ferris' studio. Like we knew it was coming. It's coming in March. It looks pretty cool. But there was nothing that really blew my socks off, if you will. No, for sure. If, um, like you were saying, like, well, you know, consoles just came out. But that's all the more reason why I expected some big AAA announcements for the next year, year, year and a half. I expected like some big shots and there was, I don't think there was any big time AAA announcements. There really? hasn't really been a lot of big stuff for the console launches in the first, like not huge, huge. Which like, is all the more reason why I expected announcements. Ex- exactly. Because yes, I expected an- it's- within the next year, year and a half, they were like, mm-hmm. hey, this thing's coming by your PS5 or Xbox Series X yeah. because we're putting out this crazy game like this big time thing is coming. So I expected mm-hmm. them to use it as all the more to build the hype machine for these consoles that they just released. Right. So exactly. I had big, high, high hopes, and it 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 was fine. And also, development wise, like as far as like production, um, you're right. Like I don't envy the person putting this together. But I I expected more people like live on stage. Like there was, as far as I remember, there was Troy Baker. Three. There was yeah, Nolan North. North. And I don't remember another uh, one the w- one who did the opening show and like the instagram stuff i'm oh, I yeah don't oh, Sid- sydney goodman yeah is, she, is yeah. she the, presented yeah. something too yes who's mm. basically like game awards staff at this point right right yeah so other than that i thought there would they would have because they had a, like a select group of presenters i thought that those people would be like live on stage and and they were fine from you know filming from their wherever they were but it would just lacked that punch that, I don't know, that comes with obviously a live audience because they couldn't have that. But even with just live presenters and things, it just, it, I don't know, it felt a little flat. Yeah. And I know when they were talking about like producing the show that Keely had always talked about like, hey, we're going to have three sound stages, one in Los Angeles, one in London, one in Tokyo. Yeah. And I guess like the London Philharmonic is the London one. But I, I well, I, I guess also like... um uh, the person that did the last surprise song for Persona Five Strikers, like I guess they were in Tokyo as well. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a weird show production-wise. I, again, challenges. I, I can't imagine what those are like. Um, what were some of your highlights? Because I think when I when I made my list, I had three games that I was like that were new announcements or cool things, and I definitely wanted to talk about those. Go, go for it. Why don't first I? One. Why don't I get my first one, and yeah. then we can kind of go around the horn. Um, I love, uh, Fulbright entertainment and they made Tacoma, they made gone home and essentially anything that Annapurna interactive publishes. Like, uh, I think friend of the show, Blake Andrea says, uh, that, you know, Annapurna interactive is bangers only mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is their title. <laughs> That's fair. And so they have a new game that they're publishing from Fulbright called open roads, which is voiced by Carrie Russell and, uh, Caitlin Dever. And it, it just looks like an open road gone home. And I'm about like maybe treasure hunters. I don't know. It looks super cool. I'm super interested. You say Fulbright Entertainment and I say, okay, when and how much do I have to pay? <laughs> uh, Katie, why don't you give us one of the, the games that you're super excited about or the announcements that you saw that got you real excited? Um, I didn't have a lot, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> there was one that I was like, okay, 
all right. And then it built and built. And by the end, I was like, okay, I'm hyped. And I was kind of saying to you guys the whole time, I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, 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 there's dragons. As soon now. as the dragon oh, showed yeah, up. Yeah, the dragons bumped it up a couple notches. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That was what? Crimson Desert, which is a meh name. But I was like, oh, this is really cool. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. It was, um, it looked like a, almost like an, a very poor man, but still like an Elder Scrolls style substitute while I'm just kind of waiting in the wings for something like that, for like a big world fantasy game that it kind of, it looked like it had all the things that I want. So I was kind of psyched about that. By the end of that trailer, I was I was excited. Travis, what was your what were some of the things that got you excited? Um, well, I mean, of course, I as soon as that Smash Bros like cross showed up, I was super 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 hyped because I knew there was an announcement coming for a new Smash like the next um, DLC character, and yeah, super excited. And I mean, that cutscene was like gorgeous. I was like loving every minute of it. Um, and then they announced that it was Sephiroth, which I'm okay with, but also uh, underwhelmed a little bit. Like I don't need, I don't have any major attachments to Sephiroth. Like he's cool, I guess. Like it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm expecting out of this, um, like the Smash Bros DLC characters, but I feel like this most recent pack is more like stuff that's not for me. And even like the first pack was stuff that was like not for me either. So, um, but I will say that 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 whole cinematic thing was great with everyone trying to fight him, and I loved it. And um, so, I mean, I'll definitely like download him and play him. But I don't know if it's like the most hype. But it definitely was like, was this the best part of the show for me? Maybe. <laughs> In spite of that, one of my high points was watching you. You were like, "Hey, all right, stop." It's, yeah. it's the Smash Bros. announcement. And you yeah. had your hands up like you were stopping traffic. Yeah. Like you were like, everyone stop. This is happening. And then you had them up, had them up, had them up. And then you're like, oh, it's Sephiroth. And they slowly lowered. And that kind of made me sad. But but that was one of my high points was just seeing how excited you were. Which are people still that because that came out came came out what, like two years ago? What's that? Smash? Smash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and are, so, is everyone still that excited about new characters? Because yeah, I'm not a Smash yes. player. Smash yes. is like a, Smash is big. When you, it's such a celebration of games as a whole now, and the DLC has really shown that. Where there's always something crazy kind of out there that you don't mm-hmm. really expect from all these third parties. You don't really know where the next character is going to come from. It's not just Nintendo IPs anymore. So I think a good part of that is like, where's this going? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the next one going to be? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like Sephiroth fits in, like, it it works because it's like a major antagonist for Cloud and blah, blah, blah. And like, the game needs a few more villains because it's, the villains are a little bit more slim pickings, but um, he, he does feel right for Smash. I'm just mildly underwhelmed by it. But yeah, no, Smash, like, it gets, I mean... People love Final Fantasy VII. People love Smash. Like, I'm sure it's going over very, very well on the internet. I doubt there's anyone who's upset about it. 
Um, I think it's just the, uh, it just isn't exactly my taste as much as I love smash and love final fantasy seven, like, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's okay. There was a great moment in the trailer when Sephiroth like took his long sword and like stabbed it through what looked yes. like Mario. And it was just his overalls in like the most adorable Nintendo way they, possible. And I, I, I enjoyed that. The smash reveal trailers have killed Mario and Luigi so many times. <laughs> the Ridley reveal killed Mario the um belmont um simon belmont reveal killed luigi like oh oh yeah they just keep killing all these mario characters see i thought this was like unique and ballsy like i was like whoa they did what but never mind i guess they've just been doing this for a while yeah no it's just like little little fake outs i guess okay so but yeah it's a lot of fun um i had two other things i was excited about and i'll give them to you kind of quick hits uh road 96 which is a project i think from some ex valiant hearts uh a great war like ex Ubisoft people and it's about a procedural generated trip across the US to mm. reach the border and uh we don't know what that means yet we don't know a release date but um it looked it looked like overland but like a first person version of like Finji's overland which okay, was yeah, cool yeah. And then uh, there was also a PlayStation game on PS5 called Season, which is like a melancholic game about like taking sounds of bugs and like exploring and, you know, drawing pictures in your notebook while riding your bike, which looked like entirely my ish. (laughs) So, you know, we made the comment throughout the show that this year's game awards supposedly was about zombies, mostly about zombies, where every game that I've talked about thus far has been like melancholic female led, um, you know, sad boy games. So (laughs) yeah, uh, there you go. Those are the three games that excited me the most. Don't don't get me talking about Fortnite though, because the the Master Chief stuff in Fortnite was kind of wild. Yeah, you were super excited about that. You're like, like I was your 15 year old boy came out real hard. I played uh, a bunch of Halo last night on someone else's stream, and it it really brought me back. And to have not only like um them bring master chief into Fortnite, but also like red versus blue like those characters that i grew up watching and all of their stupidity uh that was a really cool way to show it and also just like ninja also helped announce it which was cool like say what you want about ninja like ninja started in like halo esports so for that to be the way that oh that's it's announced like red versus blue characters with ninja inside of Fortnite is like something that i'm like there are too many things here yeah my mind is exploding if i was a lawyer i'd be like this agreement is 100 pages long and i hate it but hey i'm glad it happened i'm glad it happened um last thing for the high points as far as because you were saying oh yes it was very zombie heavy Lots yeah. of zombies in all kinds of different settings in Western, in sci fi, in like hor- straight up horror, all the things. Um, one other thing was a game called Returnal that yeah. had been shown at the PS, the last place, the last big PlayStation announcement, like the next gen PlayStation. We're going to show all our games. And they had shown Returnal, but only a little bit, like only in kind of conceptual cinematic form. And then I didn't expect it here. I was just like, oh, it was a surprise. And they and had showed it. Yeah. And they showed a lot of gameplay. And I was intrigued. And it's coming up. I think that was like a March release. I can't yeah. remember. That's an end of March release. Yeah. Which is wild. So I, I'm like, oh, I'm excited to hear more about that as it as March comes up. 
I know I don't have a PS5, but I'm kind of disappointed because I looked it up as soon as I saw that trailer, and I was like, "Oh, it's PS5 exclusive." I'm surprised it's PS5 PS5 exclusive. Yeah, but yeah, so, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it turns it out. Yeah. Um, Travis, did you have any other high points? I mean, there's a few things that I'm pretty like pleased about. I enjoyed the look at the Among Us map. Like that's fun. Yep. There's some mm-hmm. cool concepts in there that I'm like ladders and like different things and uh, setting your start point after yeah, the that's discussions. Cool. That's interesting. Like I'm interested for the different dynamics that it could bring to the game um, because I mean I love playing Among Us um, as much as I and I play it as much as I obviously possibly can because I'd rather play it with voice chat with people rather than like just with randoms over text. Um, yep. So uh, I'm excited for that to come out for sure. Um, also there was like a trailer for Super Meat Boy Forever, which I've been, I've been waiting for. And then all of a sudden they just like stealth dropped that the the release date is, uh, like 13 days from now. So like, I'm kind of like, holy crap, that's coming. I didn't even realize, I knew it was like gonna come out, but I didn't expect it so soon. So I'm actually quite excited for that. Um, I don't think there was really all that much. There was a few other things that I was like, this is interesting. This is okay. Like I wrote down endless dungeon i don't even know which one it was but i wrote down that it was interesting yeah Mm -hmm. and then also there was one called fist which i mean yeah there were like bunnies there were like anthropomorphized bunnies but like other but it wasn't like a hype moment it was just like oh interesting but we weren't excited mild like interest in some of those things um and also it takes two looks kind of fun like yeah yeah yeah, that looks looks fun that looks like fun. I'd play that. Mm-hmm. Travis, you and I played uh, Hazelight's last game together, so we yeah. might have a, a standing date to play. It takes two when it comes out. As an arguing husband and wife. Yes, sounds perfect <laughs> for us. Yeah, I'll pick the wife. Um, <laughs> the uh, Yeah, there are a couple other cool things. I mean, we talked a lot about the zombies. Um, Back for Blood, which is uh, Turtle Rock's new game, which is like a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, is coming. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, which is like the uh, uh, a guns-heavy sequel of Warhammer Vermintide. It's like the 40,000 version of Warhammer Vermintide, which was cool. Swedish Chef is coming to Overcooked mm-hmm. All You Can Eat on Next Gen. Um, yeah, there was stuff. It's just like, I felt like there was a lot of like, you know, I don't want to call them B-tier announcements because no announcement is, but like there were a lot of smaller, cool announcements that like we saw and we were like, oh, cool. Like Fall Guys Season 3 is coming in, in a week. That's great. Yeah. But like, that's not stuff that like uh, holds your show up, no. I guess. And yeah. also we knew that was coming. Like that's yeah. not like I feel a, like a oh, lot of the stuff we knew was. Oh my coming. god! And even the stuff uh, there was a couple. I have a couple lows that, that okay. I, I have to get into. One, I was like, "Oh, Star Wars game! I'm hyped! I'm really excited!" Then they're like, "Yeah, it's a VR game, and it didn't look that great." And I was like, "Oh, all right, it's fine. It's totally fine." But I was like, "Oh, Star Wars!" And I've been watching The Mandalorian, so I w- I got excited, probably prematurely. Also, um, they the last one of the night, they fired it up and were like, I'm pretty sure this is Mass Effect. This has got to oh, be Mass yeah. Effect. And I'm like, oh, are we getting like day, either day and date for the uh, remaster or remake or whatever it is that they're doing with the trilogy? I'm like, are we getting day and date? Like, is this happening? Or are we getting a lot of info about the sequel that they're making? Because they've already announced that they're making a new Mass Effect game. And they basically just said, like, we're making a new Mass Effect game. And I'm like, but we knew that. And you didn't give us anything new about it. Like, they're just like a reminder. Yeah, we're doing that thing. Like, you told us that. It was just cinematics of outer space. Yeah, I didn't get any. I'm like, cool. It's it's outer space. I know that. 
like what 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 happened I, yeah. I I just I thought especially for the last announcement of the game of the entire night I was like I expected like some info and it was like the smallest amount of info humanly possible so I I was pretty disappointed Travis did you have any disappointments um I don't honestly know because I don't know if my I don't think I had really high expectations but I do agree that like I'm surprised like I guess trailers are just there to kind of hype people up and not really to provide them with much information and I guess I'm kind of in the same vein as Katie as I would rather like see gameplay footage see get information about a game so that way I can I don't know like get excited for it because I kind of like okay you show me a pretty cinematic it doesn't really tell me much like it's cool looking but is that me is that the gameplay like how is this game gonna work and play and i don't know so uh yeah i kind of tend to agree i don't have anything specific though yeah i'm kind of in the same boat as you where i I, you know some of the announcements weren't as big as i I maybe hoped but um what i think i'd I'd love to close on with you guys is just talking through some of the major wins in uh, the actual award categories, they weirdly, they did a lot of the, uh, and I, I, they always do this, but like I found a lot of the awards were done in the pre-show and I, I tuned in like 15 minutes into the pre-show and I'm like, oh, they're, they're giving away like 10 awards right now. This is, this is wild. <laughs> but, um, the last of us two was kind of the, the big winner with taking away seven awards in the evening. Oh, wow. Um, Hades won a couple, um, Ghost of Tsushima won a couple and from there uh, you know Among Us won two but from there there, there are some other ones uh, I think the big one that, that maybe we, we should maybe chat through really quickly is Game of the Year uh, given The Last of Us 2 against Animal Crossing New Horizon Doom Eternal Final Fantasy 7 Remake Ghost of Tsushima and Hades uh, Hades is my favorite game of the year uh, both Travis and I have not finished The Last of Us Part 2 yeah. but Katie you have and you were kind of singing its praises correct? I love that game. I don't know what else to say. I And don't get me wrong, sometimes while playing it, I hated that game. Sometimes I was like, uh, honestly, fuck you, game. Like, how dare you do this to me? And it upset me often. But, like, I've never been that emotionally involved in a game to the point where I was finishing it. I was like, I'm going to finish it tonight. It's happening. And it was 2.30 in the morning, and I was bawling my eyes out for, like two hours at that point oh my god and it's so good it's just i know and and i really want to play it you have to play it dude i know you keep getting mad at me whenever i I say i haven't played it yet and then you haven't played it especially because it's such a spoiler heavy game that it's like yeah just just play it like i've avoided all spoilers like and every time the last of us popped up on this in this show i like took my headphones off i wasn't listening just in case get back dude yeah i have avoided all spoilers so i think i can continue avoiding spoilers until i get it but how about you um, just play it that would be the okay but i asked for it for christmas oh okay i will i will finish it it just like you know the game came out in what was it march or may it was right in the middle of the pandemic it was delayed a little bit because it was a march because i was doom and animal crossing i think it was mayish it it just made me very sad to play that's fair and and i just i'm like i'm gonna play this someday because last of us is probably in my top 20 games of all time but i just it made me so sad in the moment that i'm like this is not the time maybe i'll get back to it when Mm -hmm. the world is normal so maybe in 2021 katie you uh when eddie vetter was performing future days which was featured in the game uh i wish people could have seen you were just like laid back in the couch and you were just taking it in yeah i just sat back you were very happy i was i was just like oh 
I was like, this is happening. And I thought it, I was like, I might get emotional. I didn't, but I thought I might. Um, yeah, no, I just, I, it's just such an ambitious game. And it was like, it, 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 it didn't care what opinions were. It was like, you guys not might, might not like this, but this is the game we're going to make. And it's just, it's, it was very well crafted where I could, I could understand if you don't like the game, you don't like the game. That's perfectly fair. But if, but it's, it's well made, which if people put out a botched game and you're like, well, no, I'm mad at this game because it's botched. I understand. If you're like, no, I don't like how that, where the story went. Okay. But they executed that story so well. But yeah, I don't know. I I can't say enough good. I could talk about this game in detail. I won't because it's spoilers, but I could talk about (laughs) this game for like hours. Um, I'm excited to play Hades when I can though, because I can't right now with, with the, you know, resources available to me because I can't play it on my computer in the state that it is. But one (laughs) day when it comes out on PlayStation, I will be able to play it. And I'm super excited because Jacob, you have sung its praises for months. I have played 40 or 50 hours of of Hades and it is easily my game of the year, um, followed very closely by Animal Crossing New Horizons because I played at least 120 hours of that. Um, I guess that the question I want to ask y'all, I mean, we could go through the list of, of nominees, but I think if, if anyone is listening to this show, they probably watch the awards and if they didn't, like they probably know the big winners of the evening. So maybe what I want to ask you is based on some of the games that we saw nominated and as winners tonight, what are maybe one or two of the games that like now that the game awards are done, you know, like, Hey, these are the games that I need to play. Katie, you, you talked about wanting to play Hades. I need to finish. Last of Us Part 2. Travis, what are the games that after seeing the Game Awards tonight you know like, oh, I have to get on these? It might honestly be those two games. <laughs> it is. You're right. Um, it might honestly be those two games. I, I honestly don't know if there's anything else that I don't know. It's For me, it's been a very interesting gaming year. I don't feel like I've played a whole lot of different things. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it honestly is like Hades and The Last of Us are probably the two games that I'm the most excited to play. Out of that whole game of the year list, the only one I've played on there is Animal Crossing. And I knew for sure it was not going to win, obviously, but like um I do love that game. But I mean it did win best family game, but uh, but I think oh, did it's it? fair. Oh, yeah, well, that's it won. fun. That was in the pre-show, but no, I think it's I fair to say that. what what you said is like, hey, it was I don't want to say I think there were just heavy hitters in there that like critics probably would pick first. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, don't because get me the... wrong. Animal Crossing is great, but it's an Animal Crossing game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not, it wasn't revolutionary in yeah. its execution. It's it, it's a lot of fun. And I've put like, I God knows how many hours into my <laughs> island now. But at the same time, it was definitely the game of the early pandemic. And then it kind of just dissipated away. And would it have made a game of the year list if it hadn't? been a pandemic i don't know you know what i mean like um but it's regardless yeah those are the probably the two games that i'm gonna be picking up at some point in the near future i'm gonna have to add yeah. uh final fantasy 7 to my list because i haven't touched that at all and oh, the remake? that's something yeah i want to dive into yeah, that for sure i'm like halfway through I think that, uh, you know, I, I, I've played halfway through Last of Us Part Two. I need to finish that. But for me, the other big miss is Ghost of, Tsushima, 
of uh, the Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, that is a game that you know I've loved everything Sucker Punch has, has ever done. And despite it maybe not being the the type of game that I typically gravitate towards, uh, I usually love everything Sucker Punch does. So I think that you know Last of Us Part Two, I should finish that. You know, play some Ghost of Tsushima. And there was another game, Spirit Fairer, which yes. I think one was nominated in the Games for Impact category, which got beat out by by Tell Me Why. Uh, basically, everything in that category is a game that I want to play. Mm-hmm. Like games for impact is usually the category where i go oh i want to play all those games you know if found which is another you know annapurna interactive uh bangers only uh you know i played kentucky route zero um tell me why i need to play like there, there are a lot of good things in that category typically but i, I guess for me it's finish last of us part two ghost of Tsushima, and uh and play spirit fair because that looks like a game that you know i want to get in my comfy sweater in and yes. play in the winter time when things get really cold. <laughs> yeah, I played the uh, Steam demo and really enjoyed it. It seemed like it says something. Yes, exactly. Comfy sweater, it, settle in, play on your couch. It reminded me a lot of Battleship Brigade. I know it's not like the the same gameplay type you at love all, but Battleship like, Brigade. I love Battleship Brigade. I feel like I am the biggest fan on the internet of that game. And when they announce a sequel someday, I am going to be singing its praises from the rooftops. But that's just me. <laughs> uh, do y'all have any final thoughts about this year's Game Awards? Things that were missed? Things you want to talk about? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I think no. I don't really. I, I just no, wanted to see more people say things from a stage, but I think I said that earlier. Like, yeah, I just wanted did. to see more I people think? in person. Like, I mean, they were all in person. It's it's all relative. They're all in front of a camera. But it just didn't hold the same punch, which obviously it can't have a live audience. It's just not the year for that. But it just, I don't know, something's missing when you have when you're handing out awards in front of no one and a camera. It's just kind of like... Eh, it's just it's not the same thing so i'm hoping next year god willing we will be back to relative normality and we will be able to have a game awards and many other things but we shall see. did y'all know that i went to the first game awards what? in person what? Well, yeah, i think i did know this yeah, so I was in Las Vegas. It, like, it just so happened I was in Las... Like, I didn't plan this. Oh, I'm like, just going to drop me this and- little bit of knowledge. I was at the first <laughs> Game Awards. <laughs> oh, they did the first me. one in Vegas. They did the first one in Vegas, and I was in Vegas like at the same time. So I, I think I got a ticket like while I was there, or like when I was flying down. Like, past girlfriend wasn't really into video games, but she came along, and um, I fawned over Troy Baker from a distance. Um, I ran into I Justine physically and made her drop her contact out of one of her eyes and I felt really bad. Or she had dropped one of her contacts out of her eyes and we just ran into each other by mistake. And it was like very oh a very God. funny moment. And I think I ran into Major Nelson on one of the casino floors. But um, that's my Game Awards story. And oh, I hope someday hilarious. we can all go to the Game Awards oh again. God. But for the time being, this is the this is the format we have. So that is the end of our coverage of uh, the Game Awards for 2020. But before we go, we want to tease out Cutscene Season 2, which starts on February 4th. Uh, We have 10 episodes coming your way. And what we're going to do is we're each going to tell you one of the movies that we're covering in Season 2 of Cutscenes. Let me start by saying I push for this really hard. It is the oldest movie that we are covering in Season 2. It is 
probably a movie that is going to confuse the heck out of everyone, uh, but it is Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, and I am so excited to go on this journey with you because I watched it many, many years ago, and boy, was it a trip. I'm going to have no idea what's happening. I'm so Uh -uh. excited. It's Oh, my God. That's going to be a good show. I think Alec Baldwin's in that movie. What? Oh, my God. Why? No. I think he's one of the voices. I'm going to I'm gonna check that while Travis tells us what movie he's subjecting us to. It is I, the defender <laughs> of Resident Evil movies. <laughs> We're totally going to do the next Resident Evil movie. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Obviously, I've committed to doing one a season at the very least um there's no way we're not going to watch this movie i'm super <laughs> excited because i love this franchise and i know there are people out there who believe me when i say that <laughs> these are good movies and despite the fact that jacob and katie may say that they're terrible they're terrible i'm gonna sit here and defend them till my I last mean, breath. i can be convinced we'll see yeah. Uh, and we have a special guest joining for that one. Yeah. Uh, our friend Control Alt Noob will be joining yeah. us uh, yeah. for that episode. So another we're defender. Excited. Another, <laughs> sure, another defender. Uh, I fact checked it. Alec Baldwin is in that movie along with Steve Buscemi, Donald Sutherland, James Woods, Ving oh. Rames, Keith David, and more. That's so get ready stupid. for that. What? Katie, uh, you have something uh, a little different that you want to tell us we're, we're going to cover in, in season two. Yes. We are going to venture into the video game TV world. Ooh, and that what? is going to begin with Netflix's The Witcher. Oh, I'm so I'm excited. I'm so excited. I've I'm played so excited. The Witcher 3. I loved it. I'm so excited to see how they're going to adapt this and also just learn more about the world. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. So we're going to do Thank that you too. for Thank you for hanging out in our yearly Game Awards tradition where we... Talk about the Game Awards. Uh, if you really loved this format, you might want to check out the Left Behind Game Club. Last year, about this time in December, uh, Katie, Travis, and I talked about the 2019 version of the Game Awards. So if you're starving for more Game Awards content, uh, you can go find that at leftbehindgame.club. Uh, but to find more about our podcast, Cutscenes, uh, you can find that at cutscenes.ca, on Twitter at cutscenes underscore pod, and at the same place on Instagram. You can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms uh tiktok instagram twitter and uh i also make youtube videos um the three of us did a really cool uh trivia contest called video game trivia that i just posted on my youtube you can find that at youtube.com slash jacob mccourt katie if folks want to find you and your hot takes on the internet where's the best place they can do so oh i'm on twitter that's where you can find my hot takes i'm i am less brack uh yeah i'm there you can give me a show i'll respond uh yes that trivia game was a wonderful time categories were fantastic i was i was excited the whole time i was playing i was like oh what's he gonna throw at us next it was it was really great i mean maybe you wanted a little bit less nintendo trivia oh my god it was so nintendo heavy honestly (laughs) i was like i didn't stand a chance it was ridiculous one oh sure spoilers I won. <laughs> what did you What did you call Travis again, Katie? I called him a fucking Nintendo boy. <laughs> well, there, you fucking well, Nintendo you boy, you. You fucking uh, Nintendo boy, you. Travis, tell us where <laughs> we can find you. You can find this fucking Nintendo boy <laughs> at 
fucking Nintendo boy on Twitter. Just kidding. No, it's that's not at it. Travis Colnut. <laughs> <laughs> and where you're tweeting about video games, about X-Men and many other things. Probably. Yep. <laughs> Follow both my friends. I like them very much. They make good content. Um, <laughs> that is this bonus episode of Cutscenes. Again, tune back in on February 4th as we kick off season two. And... Jacob is going to take us out with the quote of the night from the Game Awards. Take it away, Jacob. And congratulations to Inner Sloth later Among Us. I love Among I, Us. I mean, Among Us. Oh, we yeah. love you, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. We love you, Jeff. You did a great job, Jeff. <laughs> Good night. Bye. 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 Cutscene. A video game movie podcast.